Oh, hello, old friend. How's it going? How's it going? It's been too long, man. Tell me about it. Well, it's good to have you coming back home, Trev. And you've reached that uh, single name stardom status where you just say Trevor and people know who it is. Because I said, nobody's going to th- <laughs> gonna think if we say Trevor, I'm talking about Trevor Manuel. Yeah, no, I don't think I've reached single name status. I think the name Trevor is so unpopular that now there's so few of us left. It's like Highlander. There can be only one now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad that your accent is the same as you left. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you know, it's funny. Some people don't think that. And I think maybe when I, when I speak to certain people in certain countries, they think the accent has completely changed. And then, you know, I'll come home and then people are like, Trevor, your accent changed, eh? Then I'm like, how do you think I used to sound? They're like, you used to sound just like me, brother. You sounded exactly like this, Trevor. Come on, man. And then sometimes I think I should actually do that. When I come home, I think I'm just going to speak like that the whole time and see if anyone will notice. Maybe they'll actually say he sounds more real than he's ever sounded before. <laughs> it's good to be back, gosh. Trevor Noah, back in SA. Hey, who's that guy? It's my butt, eh? My butt, Trev. <laughs> Bro, you know what I must say? I mean, sure. When I think of you, I think of those days when uh, we would perform on beer crates in these uh, funny little holes in the wall. And um, you are now selling out stadiums around the world. And I'm still performing on beer crates in these funny little holes. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. You, you know... You know what's amazing is that, you're right, it is a beautiful journey that we've been on. You know, comedy is a, is a really interesting industry because we've always said it's, it's the bastard child of entertainment. You know, comedy was never mainstream and, it, and we're really lucky that the fans come and laugh with us. But you're right, you and I have literally performed in a tiny bar for like 50 people. I mean, I remember, you know, standing backstage with you where we're about to perform for like 8,000 people all of a sudden. You know, we're getting ready to do a show at Grand West. Or we're, like, I think that's something I never take for granted. And when people do come and support the shows and when they come and have a good time with you, it's, it's why I give a thousand percent of, of all of my energy, my, my mind, my heart, all of it, you know? So, yeah, man, I remember those days. It was, uh, those beer crates are fun. I still try and find those shows, by the way. I still <laughs> try and find small shows in every country I'm in, you know? I was going to ask if the thrill is the same, you know, performing in front of 50 people or, you know, 50,000 people in a stadium. You know, it's different. When you're performing for a small group of people, you can intimately connect with each person in the audience. They affect the show in a big way. Mm. You affect them in a big way because it's so close and it's so tight. That's something that makes a small show special. What makes a big show special is the fact that it's a huge gathering of people sharing an emotion. There's nothing like laughing with thousands of people at the same time. I mean, it's, it's almost a crazy concept when you think about it. We still don't understand why it happens. We don't know mm. how it happens. But for thousands of people at the same time to be laughing is, is, is pretty amazing. The only time I can think of that happening, funny enough, is when, you know when load shedding hits, Mm-hmm. Because everyone feels it at the exact same time. What do you know about load shedding, Kevin? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what, what do you mean, what do I know about load You guys are playing games. You forget that I come home often. Yeah, I come home, and then people will be like, Trevor, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in America. Uh, guys, I come home all the time. Trevor, buy me a generator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always home. My favorite load shedding is the one that hits 
when you're in like the supermarket. So by the time I was in checkers and then the load shedding hit. And then for a moment, everyone, because you know the moment before the generators kick in. So everyone's just standing there in darkness <laughs> and everyone doesn't move. <laughs> everyone just stands like, exactly oh, where they and are. <laughs> and then when the lights come on, we just act like nothing happened. No, Trevor, all in the exact same space. What we call that is the shoplifting window. <laughs> When darkness falls. <laughs> Some people have timed that down to the perfect. They only shop five minutes before load shedding. <laughs> but listen, it's it's been so interesting to watch you. And, you know, as your star has, has grown, I mean, Sibs has even put you on her ranking scale now, where she's put you as the third most famous South African. All right. So she's got uh, Madiba, Charlize two, and then she's put you at three. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like we said yeah. earlier, that one name basis yeah, level of fame. Exactly. Any South African who travels around the world wow. and you meet different people, they just want to talk to you about Madiba, Charlize, and that guy who used to work at the Daily Show. And Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> you are. A, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you. You are a conversation starter. Trevor, you know Trevor from the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah, he's one of ours. He's one of ours. And we followed you via the tabloids. We've seen the houses. We've heard the numbers of the salaries. Five million dollars a year. We've seen. I mean, what is true and what is not? Your ten million dollar penthouse in Manhattan and your twenty million dollar mansion in Los Angeles. What do you actually have at this point? Well, well, there's, there's two things that I think people forget when they read these stories. Number one. It's like half of them are not true. I've read numbers sometimes where as each story goes from one website to the next website, the number doubles every single time. <laughs> and then by the end of it, all of a sudden, you know what? I now feel poor because people have written stories about me for money that I don't have. <laughs> you know how depressing that is? Because now people have made me feel like I'm supposed to have this money, but now I don't have this money. Now all of a sudden I woke up feeling happy and now I feel depressed when I have no reason to feel depressed. Um, and then the other thing that people forget, as South Africans, we all, we all acknowledge this, but you know there's a thing called bonds, guys. You, you remember a bond? Mm-hmm. You know when you buy something, you have a bond, and then it's like, you know that that thing is not your thing, it's the bank's thing. So, you know, obviously dollars, you know, because the rand and the dollar are so vastly separated, yeah. these numbers can seem huge. But when you come to New York and then people are buying coffee, I remember one friend of mine was visiting from Joburg. We've been going around from one place to the next. And then at some place, he's like, ah, Trevor. He's like, no, Trevor, let me buy it for you, my man. He's like, ah, you can't just be, you're paying for everything, Baba. Come on, let me buy it for you. And then I was like, okay, I'll, 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 let me get, um, I'll have a chai latte and then I'll have a sandwich. He's like, okay, sharp, sharp, sharp. And then he ordered his, his stuff as well. And then the bill came, and then he paid. But then he got in contact in South African numbers. <laughs> and, then he and, he looked at it, and then he's like, he's like, yo, Trevor. He's like, no, there's fraud. There's fraud. Like, he's like, no, one rupee. There's somebody doing fraud now. And then I'm like, what, what happened? He's like, look, Trevor, somebody just bought something, 700. When did I spend 700? And I was like, dude, you just bought the coffee and the sandwich. Then he's like, for, for 700 pounds for coffee. <laughs> he's like, for coffee, I can buy shares of coffee for that money. Whatever. But I mean, yeah, I think sometimes that's all it is, you know. Is New York um, home now? Where is the base? You say you're in and out of South Africa, but but where would you say where all your clothes are in the cupboard? 
Well, New York is that place. So, you know, New York New York has become the hub where I've settled. It's the, it's the place where I can connect easily. So when I'm going to do shows in India, I can fly from here quickly. If I'm going to do shows in L.A., I can fly from here quickly. So New York is that hub. But when it comes to the heart, there's nothing for me that beats South Africa as home. Whenever I talk to South Africans, I go, guys, we just have to get our country in check. Let me tell you something now. You cannot travel anywhere in the world and beat South Africa in what we have to offer. Just everything, the natural landscape we have. You know, I was in Sicily recently. It was my first time. And people were like, oh, travel. have you ever seen a place as beautiful as these? Look at the weed. Look at the vines. Look at the vineyard. Look at the wine. I was like, my man, Cape Town beats this place 10 mil. Yeah. You take for granted what we've got in the country. So, so for me, in that regard, no. SA will always be that place. I'm always flying in and out. They know me very well. Or Tambo and Cape Town International. Those people know me very well. <laughs> Trevor, so weird. Are you back? <laughs> and Trev, I don't know, I got to ask you a question while we're on this. So in that uh, beautiful um, uh, Manhattan uh, apartment there. That uh, have, you are staying in alone, yes. I'm sure. <laughs> have, have Dua Lipa's high heels ever been under that bed? No, you know, can I tell you, that's another thing. You see, it's one thing when people do it with stories about like, like houses and things. Mm. One of the weirdest things in American celebrity is how everybody wants to make up stories about who you're dating, who you're seeing, how you're seeing them. Mm. I've gotten married to people I've never even met before in my life. Dua Lipa and I were friends. That story got blown out of proportion. Literally, we did a podcast together. She was wonderful. You know, sometimes it's like, I think it's terrible because, you know, it makes everyone not want to be friends with people in public because of the stories that come out of it. Mm. But I guess at some point you just have to learn that, like, rumors are going to be rumors and and you go from there, you know? Yeah, I guess. eh? I mean, we see all the people you meet and then Oprah was at your show in L.A. and she gives a review and we see that in the papers the next day. So, like, on your phone, like, is there Oprah's cell phone number there? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. I actually, do have Oprah's cell phone yeah, number. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jackie's laughs. I love it. <laughs> I've got my mom's number on my phone. Uh, please tell me you. <laughs> please tell me now. Sibs flies around the world going to see Beyonce. Please tell me you've got Beyonce's number on your phone. Oh, no, nobody has Beyonce's number on their phone. And if you did have her number... I don't think anybody... I don't even think you can have Beyonce's number on your phone. I think you have to have a separate phone. (laughs) (laughs) Like a burner. (laughs) A Beyonce burner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you can't... Not even a burner, a keeper. Not a burner, it's the opposite. That's your Beyonce phone. And I'm sure when she gives it to you, she says, this is the phone I'll phone you on, and you phone me on it, and that's it. There's no TikTok... There's no WhatsApp, there's no nothing. It's just you and Beyonce on that phone. And then the phone self-destructs after the call and you wait for the next phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Trev, you're doing a world tour. The way and the speed at which your tickets sell out is incredible. I mean, you've sold out Grand West four times already and you will sell it out six times because you've added two new dates. Bro, that's, that's 30,000 people just in it's Cape been, Town. It's been amazing. It's it's really been amazing. You know, I, I I won't lie. South African fans are, it's the reason I always do shows in South Africa. It's the reason I've never said I'm like leaving South Africa. It's the reason, you know, I will always ride for South Africa. I represent the country and the world. 
we have something special. You know, last night I was at one of Dave Chappelle's shows here in New York City. He's doing his 50th birthday celebration at Madison Square Garden. And I, I, I bumped into Burner Boy backstage. And Burner Boy turns to me and he's like, he's like, yo, Trevor, bro. He's like, I'm coming to South Africa. He's like, I'm coming to F&B Stadium in September. South Africans are so amazing. We're going to do the show together. He's like, yo. I, and he loves the country, loves the people. He loves the vibe that we, that, that we give off. And so I don't, I don't take that for granted. And I'm proud that South Africa is still the country where the most people will come to my shows. My country mm-hmm. supports me, and I support my country. Cape Town has been insane, by the way. I, you know, like you say, like every show that we add gets sold out. Now we, we, we run out of dates. So the dates that we have are the dates that we have. It's final, final. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to hope for the best. Yeah, I think on the, the yeah. 30th, it's almost sold out. And then I think the 4th is the only show where we still have a, a, like a bunch of tickets because we just opened it. But that'll go in, in no time. But you're right in what you say, because I remember speaking to Jim Jeffries. He said he, he sells out around the world, but he couldn't sell a ticket in Australia. No one cared. That tide has, has turned for yeah. him now. And I mean, just in comedy names, yeah. you'll know Bill Hicks had the same thing in the United States. Nobody cared yeah. about him, yeah. but he used to reign supreme in England. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's something I, I never want. I don't ever have to experience that with my country. It's, it's beautiful to be South African. Look, obviously the country has gone through some tough times, but I'll tell you this as well. As somebody who's been lucky enough to travel the world, man, every country goes through its tough time. And when you do come out on the other side, you find a country that's more re- resilient. You find a country that has more hope. You find a country that's learned its lessons. And I think South Africa can do it. I think we've got the people to do it. I think we've got the cultures to do it. We, we can do it. We just have to put in the work. Is comedy now your main gig, stand-up comedy? Because when you left The Daily Show, I'm not going to lie to you, South Africans were worried, oh, our Trevi's unemployed. <laughs> He's contributing to our high unemployment numbers. He's going to get a Sessa card. Hey, the, 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 the dream is now dead. What is Trevor Noah doing oh, oh, now? That's amazing. <laughs> I've, been, I've been so lucky in my life. You know, comedy has been my job, my passion and my work for close to 17, 18 years. Mm. Comedy is the one space where I have a direct relationship with my fans. Mm. No one tells me what I can tell you and no one tells you what you can hear from me. Mm. You know, and so The Daily Show was an amazing adventure, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but, you know, it, it's, it's all different. And now I'm lucky, you know, I'm, I'm producing TV shows, writing and producing movies as well. The most important thing for me right now is to have fun. Mm. But comedy, I will perform comedy as long as I'm physically able to and as long as people want to watch me perform. Well, long may that live. Well, let me tell you, I've, I've known Trevor for 17 years. When, when Trevor was on the beer crates, mm-hmm. and now speaking to you now as the third most famous South African, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy on those beer crates. Mm. This is the same guy, Trevor. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, man. It means a lot to me. But then he needed to be called Trevor Noah. You couldn't just say Trevor's performing tonight. (laughs) 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 And let me tell you, Trevor, I'll I'll give you an inside Uh, track. I doubt you've ever heard this story, but um, when all of us, we were doing these big shows, you know, the 4664 comedy shows, the heavyweight comedy jams, and we would all be in the group backstage, you know, eight of us. I'll tell you when we knew... You were in a league of your own. It was Santon Convention Center. 4,000 people a night. Both nights sold out. Mm. 
So here we all come with our 15 minutes of hot material. We go and do Friday night 15. On the Saturday, we do the same 15 minutes. Yeah, this Trevor rocks in on the Friday night, does 15 minutes. Saturday, he does a whole brand new 15 minutes. And we're looking at this guy going, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this like, kills the room with two different 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. And we were all backstage going, look at this guy. Oh, this, no, guy you, this guy is, um, he's too good. He's too big for South Africa. This guy's going to go global. And then you went off to London. No, man, thank you. And you met Eddie Izzard and, and you worked your way. And then, he's, then, you know, then we see Daily Show and then Trevor, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a wild journey. Mm. It's honestly been a wild journey, and I've loved it. And that's been my favorite thing is, by the way, is waving that flag. I've had people come up to me, like if I'm in like Harlem or the Bronx or somewhere, sometimes people come up to me and they'll be like, hey, man, hey, man, you that dude, you that comedian, though, you that South African dude from England, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, my friend, you just said two countries. <laughs> you, just, you just said two countries. So when are you arriving in South Africa? When do you touch down here? Touching down this weekend in Cape Town, and then I come in. I see the sights and sounds. You know, I, I always like to like go around and get a get a feel for the flavor of what's happening. See which streets are closed, which ones are open. Mm. See what's happening on Long Street. Take my usual walk on Lewis Street there. You know, do a little thing on Cliff. I go play. If my if my friends are there, we'll play a little we'll play a little football on one of the fields there at the base of Table Mountain. And then, you know, just go for a walk around gardens, pop into Camps Bay, you know, have like a little, it's just, it's beautiful. It's, don't ever take for granted how beautiful that place is. And then, so I'll be there on the weekend and then I'll get ready for the shows and then we kick off and then that's going to be us. Yeah, two new shows added, 30th of August and the 4th of September. There are like a handful of tickets left. Yeah, yeah. Grab them if you can. So go get them. we got some to give away as well. Trev, I know you're busy, my man. Thank you very much for affording us this time of yours. And we look forward to seeing you when you Thank come you. here. Thank you. I know you're busy and you've got an amazing show. Thank you. And I hope I see you in person. Abs- absolutely. Let me try to see your face and I get to hug you at the show. Okay, just hook us up some backstage <laughs> yeah. there, you know, like, like old times, Trev. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you know, of course. You and your like, beer you know, like, I love it. Well done with everything of your success, man. We're very proud of you, bud. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you, Cape Town, for the love. Thanks, Cape Town. Cheers, cheers. There you go. That was Trevor.